and welcome to the huddle. Liam Santa Maria back with you as we motor towards the start of what's going to be an enormous MBL 24. Um, it's been a big off season, free agency movements, and um, I'm really looking forward to some other things that are coming up too. Summer League soon, the FIBA World Cup coming up soon. So while we're talking about free agency, we're talking about the World Cup and the upcoming season. We're going to talk today to a man I've been really looking forward to catching up with, Bull Qual, re-signed with the Cairns Taipans, of course, Rookie of the Year in the league a couple of seasons ago, and gearing up for a big event uh, with the World Cup coming up. So sit back, relax. Up next, Bull Qual. Bull. Good to see you, mate. What's happening? Uh, just at home, enjoying some time with the family. Very good. You're at at home where? In far north Queensland? No, I'm back in Canberra. That's where I grew up. Uh, got most of my family here, so I always come back in the winter. Okay, nice. Uh, recently been in the States? You've been, you've been training and, and working out in the States recently? I went, I went to France for three months uh, after the season. So I went from season ended, went to Egypt for the World Cup qualifiers, and then flew from Egypt to France, was there three months, and then went to the States just to relax and hang with my, my family over there, church family, brothers and sisters that I met throughout my time there. And then I've been I've been back for about a week and a half now, almost two weeks. Okay. Nice. Man, you've been you've been busy. How how was France? How was your time with Lamar? Lamont Lamar was it was a, a up and down experience, like a double-edged sword. So I kind of, I struggled to get healthy over there. I got there when I was hurt. Half of the time I was hurt, um, dealing with that for six weeks. And then when I got healthy, I fell out of rotation. And then um, missed a couple of games. And then I played one game to finish the season. So it was it was a weird, like, three-month stint. It felt like it was six uh, six months. Uh, it felt like it was six months, but it was actually just a bit over three months. But that time, I, I feel I feel like it took me from not really knowing what the European is like, the European market, to now having a really good taste of it, like a, a small small sample size. But I feel like I learned a lot from that from that experience. So what what did you learn? What what kind of things did you take away? I mean, first time in Europe. Um, being home in Australia is such it's such a luxury. There's not there's not too much to change. There's not too much to learn. The adaptation process is easy because you're in a familiar environment. You know everybody. You the guys are your peers. You're familiar with them. You grew up playing with them. And then when you go to a whole different continent, whole different culture, it speaks ninety five percent French, barely any English. Um, whole different brand of basketball. I could go on and on. There were so many things that just kind of hit me. And I'm like, this is completely different. So I was like fish out of water. Very out, very out, very out of my comfort zone. Um, all the challenges and trials and tribulations that I was going through, I'd never gone through before. So I had to find ways to deal with it. Um, basically, yeah. <laughs> I, I could go on and on. It was one of the craziest experiences that I've had. And I'm, I'm very thankful that I got to have it. Especially in the off season. Okay, nice. Well, you're about to have 
another amazing experience coming up soon, man. The FIBA World Cup. I mean, I, everyone is so excited for that. For I mean, everyone in Australia is so excited about what the Boomers are going to do, but also for what for what you guys are going to do, and the fact that you're going to be representing South Sudan at that at that tournament. Now, what what are your feelings about that? Uh, like, what are we two months out, a month and a half out from from the event? How how are you starting to feel about? the fact you guys are going to be on that floor at that event representing South Sudan. It's exciting. It's All of this is for the first time. So to be part of the first group that's opening doors for the next generation, the next young group coming up, I feel like that that in itself is, is such a huge accomplishment. Um, like we, we can have that. We get to share share that, and that's going to be recognized from now forward. Like we, we're the first group that made it to the World Cup. And then who knows, we might make the Olympics. Um, but that's our next goal, is to be the first group to make the Olympics. If if that happens, that that kind of just solidifies the experience even more. And that joy that the joy that we've had throughout this journey, I feel like it's it's given the country in itself such a huge unifying um like it's a win for the whole country. So not not just a win for us, but it's a win for the whole country. And now to actually experience it. And to be to be a part of it, um, we don't know what we don't know what to expect. I don't I don't know what to expect, but it's exciting because it's it's like France. I never I was I never been to Europe, never don't know what I was getting myself into. It's the same thing for for the World Cup. I have no idea what to expect, but I'm super excited for it to begin. Um, so I can't wait. You guys are the first team in African basketball history to qualify for the FIBA World Cup in their first attempt, mm. first nation to do that. But you, you were talking there about what, what qualifying has done for the country and the unifying kind of feeling that you get from, uh, from, from what you guys have achieved. Well, can you kind of dive into that a little bit more for like me and, and the viewers and listeners who maybe don't, maybe don't understand why? What, why is it such a big deal what you guys have done and are going to be doing on the world stage? It's, it's unifying because there's so many things that when we look at each other as people in our country that divide us, um, uh, our language, there's so many languages that we speak uh, with tribes, um, politics, um, whatever you can name. There's so many things that divide us. And this is one of the first things that's actually brought us all together and that we can agree on as, as a people, as, as a country. No matter what language you speak, um, what your family tradition is, what you believe in, um, disagreements that families have had, uh, history, none of that matters now um, because we have one thing that's kind of brought us together, and that's and that's this basketball experience that, that we're having right now. It's like my mom even knows about it. My grandma knows about it. Like They don't watch basketball, but for some reason, they, they, they knew all of this stuff before I did. It's like... My dad is talking about it. He does. He doesn't know what basketball is. So the whole country is like, is now finding out about this beautiful game, and and how it's brought us all together. Different languages, different peoples, different brothers coming from different walks of life, and we're all unified under one goal, and that is to to go to the World Cup. Um, and the whole country has just been receiving it well. I feel like that's what's made it worth it. It's not just the, making it to the World Cup. It's what the effect that it's had on everybody. I think that's where the joy comes from. 
we're going to talk a little bit about the, the group and the warm-up games and all that sort of stuff. But just, just kind of thinking forward to when the tournament tips off in late August. What, what, what is your image of what it's going to be like back in South Sudan for the kids, um, the teenagers, the adults, the whole community? Can you paint a picture for me about what you think it's going to be like back there for those um, you know, proud South Sudanese that are going to be watching you guys on that world stage? They're going to go ballistic. They're going to lose their minds. Um, they've already <laughs> lost their minds. Every time we won a game at the qualifiers, you see a bunch of videos just going, sending it in the group chat. This is, this is what's going on back home. They're having a party. The president knows about it. You got government officials pulling up to the game who I've never met before. So it's like we're, we're having such a huge impact as a group. Um, it, now it's like we're, we're, at, we're in uncharted territory now, which we're there now. This is something we were striving for for the last couple of years, and now we're actually on the stage. And so I don't know. I don't know what that impact is going to have, even in Australia, in uh, Sudan, the South Sudanese communities in Australia. Um, mm. They're going to show up in Melbourne. I, rec- I, I completely wholeheartedly believe that if, if, if it's accessible, um, these arenas, these practice games, if they're accessible, they're going to be filled with South Sudanese from all over Australia. Um, so I hope, I hope it's accessible. I hope these, these people are able to get in there and afford these games and, and make it to, make it to these seats because if they can't, they will. Um, I, I, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see the environment. I, I, I'm before the world cup. I'm excited to see what happens in Australia because the community here, they're excited. They, they want to be a part of it. So you got the warm-up games. They're going to be in Melbourne. Um, four nations involved. You're going to play Brazil, Venezuela, and you're going to play the Boomers in Melbourne in advance of the World Cup. Man, what what did you what what did you think? What was your first kind of thought and response and reaction when you were told, "Okay, cool. This is how we're going to go about leading up and preparing for the tournament." Man, I'm I'm still kind of processing that. I haven't really had too much time to think about it. Um, but I think that's, that's really cool that Australia put that on because we're, we're South Sudanese Australian. Um, a lot of the basketball players that are on the team were in the NBL. So we've been, we've been in Australia for who knows how long. So to now play against Australia, it means a lot to, to share the same stage, my country that I come from, my heritage, where my, where my mom and dad come from. And then the country that I now live in. That I've adopted, that uh, I have adopted, and now it's my home as well. And now I get to play uh, that team. That's special. I think that's that's really cool. And when when that game takes up, yeah, it's a practice game, but I feel like it's gonna it's gonna be extremely competitive, and we're just gonna enjoy the moment. Like I'm looking forward to that one. That means a lot to me, at least. Yeah, because I, I I call Australia home. It's also gonna be Canberra versus Canberra out there, man. Because you know they're gonna put you on Patty. On oh, Patty, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm looking, I, I'm look, I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna, ACT <laughs> ball, yeah, ACT ball. Okay, no, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, man. And there's gonna be a little bit more Canberra versus Canberra this season, Matt. Alex Tui is gonna be in the league. That I just heard about that today. I'm off. I'm also. I'm off social media, so I don't know. I'll be getting secondhand news. I'll be getting it from other people. So I heard about that today. That shocked me a little bit. But that's that's big time. That's big time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know you. I know you Canberra guys look out, look out for each other. Yeah. Um, all right. So then, after the, after the warm up games, man, you're going to go to the you're going to go to, um, to the tournament, and you've got a group with Serbia, China, and Puerto Rico. How are you feeling about the prospects that you have in that group and and those three teams in particular as an opponent? Because you can't look any further. When you go to a tournament like this, you can't look any further. It doesn't really matter about all the other teams that are there, really, for you guys coming in. It's just Serbia, China, and Puerto Rico. Where's your head at about those three opponents? It's exciting. Like You're, you're at the world stage in the World Cup playing teams that have been doing this for the longest. These are veteran teams that have qualified for the World Cup, been there, done that, and we're the new kids on the block. I think we're, we're coming in with a lot of energy. We're coming in with a lot of enthusiasm. Everything is new, so we're going through something for the first time. So, honestly, I don't know what to expect um, in terms of what's going to happen. I feel like the practice games are going to give us a small indicator. The camp that we're going to have in Melbourne is going to give us a small indication. But I guarantee you, talk to any one of my teammates, it's just the excitement level is so high. Um, we're going through this for the first time. Nobody's Nobody in any way, shape, or form is used to what we're going through right now. So we're kind of paving the pathway. And when, you're, and when you're that first group, everything is new. Everything is fresh. The experience is fresh. Everything. And just everything is right now is at an all-time high for all of us. So to go to the World Cup, Nobody's going to come in there flat. There's nobody coming out the gates thinking about, oh, I'm tired today. We're here now, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the energy level is going to be high. The country's going to be going crazy. So what, what more can you ask for? Like it's, it's, the most, it's the highest level of excitement that you, you, you can experience. And I can't wait to, to experience it firsthand in Melbourne, and then you go to the World Cup. So we'll see, man. We'll see. I'm excited for it. For sure, man. i tell you who else is excited. The Taipans fans in far north Queensland. Because you guys took them for a real ride last season. And then in free agency, there was probably a bit of a, just a kind of uh, an understanding that they were going to lose some key guys in free agency. They're going to lose Keanu, they were going to lose DJ, and they were going to lose you. And to be honest, you know, I was on the air and I was saying, look, I think it's for both Keanu and Bull, I think it's, I, I reckon it's probably time to, to take go and chase the bag. You know, like they both went back last year and they obviously love playing for Adam Ford and the development that they're getting on that squad. And then you went, nah, man, I'm going back. I'm going to play for 40. I'm going back to far north Queensland and, and re-up with these tight pants, man. Tell me about the decision-making process and what went into the call to re-sign with the Snakes this free agency period. Um. My, my free agency this, this year, I've never been through a free agency process before. And so I wanted to experience that. Um, that, that was cool to, to actually have a one-on-one conversations with these guys that I play against, that I've played against the last two years that I've never really talked to. Um, head coaches, um, you got GMs, all of these guys. So to actually sit down and conversate and how they think, all that stuff, that was a cool process. But coming back to Cairns, like, once they were in the equation, it was a no-brainer in a sense because I know what I'm getting back in Cairns. Great relationship with 40, great relationship with the organization. I've been at Cairns for the last two years. So I know, I know that that foundation is already set. 
Um, I love challenges, so I'm being put in a new position. Um, we are, we are, we've kind of set. We had a great year last year, so we want to back that up. Um, so it's like the, the, the excitement of going back and building upon what we did last year. That's what I want to do. I want to see if we can take it further. I want to see if I can come back and contribute and do the same thing. Uh, sometimes, like, the grass is not always greener on the other side. So money money comes and goes. Like, my, that's not my priority. Money comes and goes. Chasing the bag. It sounds cool, but it doesn't really mean you're going to get better. It doesn't really – this is my third year as a pro um, that I'm going into, and I have – I want to continue to, to improve as a player. Money will naturally come along the line. Chasing the bag will naturally come along the line. But I know what I'm getting with 40. Um, so it was, it was a no-brainer. Kansas home to me now. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens this year. And then you just keep building. That's my goal. Just keep building one year at a time. So we'll see. I'm excited, though. I'm, I'm excited to go back to Kansas. For sure. And, uh, like, it's another kind of new, young, exciting squad. We'll dive into that a little bit more. That was really interesting, though, to get kind of like – some insight and like uh, pick your brain a little bit there on on the thinking and and the process you're talking about talking with the gms and the coaches and whatnot were, were there were there any other organizations around the league that you you really closely considered that that kind of really took your interest along the way in that process man like am i, am I allowed to mention these guys names like the the teams <laughs> <laughs> Sure, it's a done thing. You're going back to Cairns. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was a cool process because I got to really have an inside look. I'm giving you some inside looks right now. I have, I, I really got to have an inside look on how each, each um, organization recruits, their priorities, um, the type of teams they want to build. Really have a good understanding of where they, where they see me as a player, um, how I could really impact them. So I, I got to have feedback as well. Um, from a lot of these coaches that I'm playing against. And it gave me a good insight on how, you know what I'm saying? Like now I, I go into games, it's like, okay, this is how they view me as a player. Um, this is the kind of understanding they have about me. And so I not only got to know them better, I got to understand my game a little bit more from another perspective. But like a lot of teams made it hard. I'm not, I'm not going to name, a lot of teams made it hard for me to return. A lot of teams made, one in particular, they made it very difficult. Very, very difficult. Um, so, but, okay, yeah, but once, once, once Cairns was in the equation, I'm like, that was, they, Cairns kind of took that front seat and then it was just a, a matter of like, okay, what do I, what, what's more important to me? So I got some good counseling and I'm like, Hey man, why not go back for another year? Because, um, I'm not, I'm, I have a great foundation and I want to keep building. I'm not going to settle right now. I'm going to continue to to take these risks and continue to, to build on, on what I've already done because, you know what I'm saying, who wants to settle when I'm 26 years old, my third year in the league, I don't, I don't know my capabilities yet. I enjoy the challenge. So I'm like, let me go build. Let me, let me, let me go continue to build on where it already set. So very, very easy to decision. So we'll see what happens this year. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. Love it. Love it. All right, so what, what is it that you want to build, man? Because like, you're already one of the elite two-way operators in this league. Um, if not the best on-ball defender, like one of the top couple of on-ball defenders year in, year out in your first two seasons in the league, 
obviously we know you can shoot the three. I love the fact late in the, you know last season you you started to really get on the front foot and attack off the bounce. Started scoring a little bit more towards the rim and exploring at the rim, mid range, and the like. Um, maybe some issues with foul trouble along the way. I remember a game down in Melbourne at, at, at John Kane Arena, man, where you like every time you went anywhere near the ball, you just picked up a whistle. Like, what are the what are the things you want to like improve over the course of this next twelve months? Man, my defense. Like you mentioned, like I'm, I'm, my reputation is I'm a hack now. That's what that's what I hear from everybody. But if you if you're known as a hack, that means you're a good defender. So you can't you can't be a good defender and not a hack. But I feel like I took it out of hand towards the end of the middle of the season where I struggled a little bit because I was oh I was always constantly in foul trouble. So I want to use my hands less, move my feet more, um, continue to have my physicality without putting myself in danger. Because um, these refs they're they're well aware of me now, so they know that my style of play. They know I'm pushing the boundaries. So there's no secrets out there. So, but I gotta be. I gotta find different ways to be physical uh, without putting myself in jeopardy of sitting on the bench. Um, so that's one thing I gotta improve on. Um, using my hands less and just being more consistent offensively. Um, I feel like I, I'm like this. I go up and down. Uh, my mindset is last year was I just want to be the best defender that I can be, and then offensively. Things will take care of themselves. We have good. We have a lot of guys that play great offense. On we had we had a lot of guys that play great offense and could do it in different ways. So I'm like, that's not what we really need. Um, this year, I want to be more consistent. I want to have that same mindset that I was showing throughout the end of the season and be more assertive because I'm naturally I'm a I feel like I'm a selfless offensive player. I take I take my pride on defense. I don't offensively. I have a tendency to just relax and so. Be more assertive in that area. Improve my consistency shooting-wise. I feel like I have a game shooting great, and then I'll have a game shooting really bad. And that determines how effective I am offensively. So I got to I gotta improve as a shooter. I, I think that's that's where I got to build. I got to take my, my percentages up shooting-wise. Um, take it back to where I was in college. Uh, become Yeah, become a more elite shooter. Because if I can combine that with my my defense, I can really help. I can really help um, my team in whatever way forty wants to use me. Um, so that's that's my mindset. If whatever forty needs me to do, that's going to be my job for the next year. What it, what is it about forty man that ma- that has made you want to come back and work with him some more? He man his staff. Like what is it? Like guys are signing there. Sam Meninga, Sam Warnberg last year. Bobby Clintman coming in as the next star. A lot of guys are signed. You've re-signed there, and a lot of guys in that process are thinking, "You know what? I want to. I want to play for Coach Ford, or I want to keep playing for Coach Ford because I want to grow my game." What is it about him and the way he goes about it that makes people and makes you feel that way? I mean, he's he's a genuine dude. Uh, he's a great coach, knows his stuff, um, but he's also easy to, to be with, like in terms of as a as as a person, as a coach, on and off the court. And so when you play basketball, you're playing basketball. When you're not playing basketball, go, go be yourself. And I feel like Forty gives his players a lot of empowerment and he delegates a lot of his leadership to his players. And so the Kansas Taipans are, are a player-driven program. He empowers his, his players, gives a lot of confidence. And if when you step out of line, that's where he steps in and, and holds you accountable. 
And so when, when, when I'm going back, I know what to expect. I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. I know the type of person 40 is. He's not going to sugarcoat nothing. He's not going to lie to you. He's going to tell you how it is. And so if, if you come in there thinking that you're this guy, that guy, he's going to set you straight pretty quickly. You know what I'm saying? And he really, he built, he's built a culture that when you come in, it's high character guys competing for the Kansas type of Nobody's in there competing for themselves. We're competing for the name in front of the jersey. And I think that means a lot more than just doing a job. So we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not working at Kansas. We're trying to build something in Kansas. And that makes it easier to wake up every day and go do something because they're not playing for yourself. You're playing for your teammate. And so that culture, I feel like that, that's what attracts me there because I'm very familiar with it. Um, and I know what to expect. And he's going to challenge guys. He's going to continuously try to improve them and put them in uncomfortable positions and challenge their thinking and all these things. So you're getting the whole nine. When you go back to Kansas, these guys that are coming in, that's why it's called a project house because 40 is out there working, man. So I'm excited to see what these young guys are capable of. Um, I'm 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 the old head now. I've been there the longest. Me and Taj now. So yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I'm, it's exciting, man. Yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, I spoke about some of the names before and Meninga and uh, you know th- these guys that are that are coming in. Ak Gak coming mm-hmm. in, who I think was I watched him at the summer league last year with Chicago. Coming in last season, I thought, man, like if he gets some tick, I mean, yeah. he's he's he can really do some things. And then a new couple of point guards, man, Taron Armstrong and uh, the new import, Patty Miller. Like, you guys, uh, how, how are you feeling about the kind of revamped squad that Forty and Mark Beecroft have put together? But I, I always feel good. This is my second year in a row of going to a new team. And last year, we came in. Nobody really knew. No, nobody really knew. People count us out um, because a lot of these guys that we're bringing in, it's not a – they're not coming in with a great reputation or, or they're well-known, all these things. Kind of the under-the-rated under, under the rated type of guys or the guys that haven't been proven yet. So, and we had a year like that where DJ Hogue was one of the best players in the league. Keanu Pennant, one of the best players in the league. Tajir McCall, although he was hurt, still still Tajir. Shannon came in and did his thing. It was like, I could go on Ben Air, I could go my joke, all these guys. I could keep naming guys. He's like, we, it was a great fit in terms of how things came together. And why not have the same level of respect and expectation for what they did last year? I'm having the same level of enthusiasm this year. I'm like, I know they know what they're doing. I just got to come in and do my job. And you know what I'm saying? So it's, I, I'm, we'll see. I never, I'm, as soon as I show up, I know what I need to do is it's my third year. Um, these guys are young guys, hungry, full of energy, ready to go. Um, so it's, it's always, uh, always an exciting brand of basketball. So, uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I haven't met, I haven't met any of them yet, but I'm excited. I'm, I can't wait to meet all of them. Taron, he's, what well, he's, he wants to make the NBA. He's an elite passer. Can really dribble the ball. You know what I'm saying? We got a big man. Sam, Sam was rookie of the year. So we, 40 could win. Or you can have three guys that in a row win rookie of the year. Who knows? I'm I'm calling that early. He could really have three guys win rookie of the year. Love it. Love it. Yeah, and one thing about 40, man, is like, you know, these people, some guys might be coming in, Sam Meninga, people don't necessarily, a lot of people in Australia maybe not know what, what he might be able to do. Maybe they haven't watched a lot of Taron Armstrong or, uh, but one thing 
that you know is that Forty has watched a lot of tape on these guys. He knows these guys. He knew you at Detroit Mercy while no one else really back here was watching. And then you went to Knox and he was like, nah, this guy's, this guy's the, he's got it. And he's going to come in and be really, really good with me. So that's the thing I'm excited about this squad is like for a lot of us, like we're going to roll up to the Blitz and start to get to know these guys. But Forty already has gone through that process and that's why he's brought them on board. 100%, 100%. For sure. All right, man. Hey, great to chat. Really great to catch up with you. And thanks for covering out a little bit of time while you're back with the crew in in Canberra. And all the best in the next little while in the lead up to the World Cup, at the World Cup, and then in the upcoming season, man. Can't wait to watch. Absolutely. And I just want to plug my camp. I got a camp happening um, in Canberra between the 13th and the 14th of July. Um, For me... As I've never done that before. I've never had a camp before. Um, this is my hometown. It's where I grew up. Uh, it's a place that means a lot to me. Um, a huge uh, community, South Sudanese community here, a huge basketball community. Um, so um, I'm going to be doing that for the first time. I'm excited for it. Um, so look out for that. Um, I'll have that going out. In What's the, the website? Day. How can people sign up? Um, I'll, I'll launch that in the next day or two. Um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna okay. be a website you can sign up. So I'll, I'll I'll send that link, um, and I'll put it up on my social media and do all that type of stuff. But I'm excited for that. I feel like that's that's something that I'm really really looking forward to, and something I'm I've been wanting to do, and I'm glad that I'm actually putting it to to work now. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's, that's yeah. really cool, man. I wanted to just put that out there. That's really cool. All right. Well, hope hope that. Uh, that is just absolutely packed to the brim and you're having to start turning people away because, um, you know, all, all, all those guys in Canberra will, will love to be involved. So awesome, man. Good, good luck with that. Keep your eye out on Bull's social media for the website and how to, um, how to register and get involved in the camp. And good luck, man. Good luck for the next couple of months and moving forward. Thank you, my brother. It's good to have a chat.